You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 115. Lazy kids are a myth. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, hey, mama. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about lazy kids and how they don't really exist. Now, I know some of you are already disagreeing with me and you want to tell me that indeed your child is lazy, but hear me out and then you can decide whether you want to keep on believing that. Let me also preface this by saying that if your child is showing symptoms like chronic feelings of sadness or worthlessness, irritability, physical lethargy, sleep problems, or thoughts of suicide, they're not lazy, they're depressed, and they need to speak with a mental health professional or their pediatrician. This episode is not about kids who are experiencing depression. This is about kids who seem to lack motivation and drive. It's about kids who get up every day and go to school, but maybe they don't complete their work or even seem to try. Maybe they don't do their chores. All they want to do is play games on their computers or lie in bed. Maybe they don't even practice good hygiene. And you just think, my kid isn't living up to his or her potential. My kid is lazy. And the first thing I want you to consider is that my kid is lazy is just a thought, not a fact. Even if your spouse and your parents and the teacher and the school administrators all agree and all have the same thought, there is no DNA test or body scan that can prove your child is lazy. It's a thought. And when my clients think a thought like, my kid is lazy, most of them feel frustrated and they end up yelling, shaming, or lecturing their kids, which, not surprisingly, doesn't motivate them at all. It just perpetuates both the children's behavior and my clients' beliefs. Kids who are labeled lazy often internalize that label. It influences the way they think and feel about themselves and creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. In episode 65, I talked all about the negative impact of labeling kids, even with traits you think of as positive. I'll put a link to that episode in today's show notes. So here's what I think. First of all, the primitive human brain is actually wired to be lazy. It wants to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and conserve effort and energy. So the way I see it, these kids have perfectly functioning, healthy brains. Also, all humans are born with the internal drive to be productive. Kids want to succeed. They want to contribute and do well. Back in episodes 56 through 58, I talked about those three innate psychological needs that affect our intrinsic motivation, the needs for connection, control, and competence. When those needs aren't being fulfilled, it can seem like kids are checked out, unmotivated, or oppositional, when really they're feeling disconnected, powerless, or inadequate. In his book, Lost at School, Dr. Ross Green compares the popular philosophy that kids do well if they want to with his philosophy that kids do well if they can. 
He says that when kids aren't doing well in school, it's not because they don't want to. It's merely because they're lacking the skills they need to succeed. Many kids who are thought of as lazy actually have undiagnosed learning disabilities, ADHD, or they struggle with executive functioning. They lack attention skills, self-control, social skills, or other abilities needed to function well in school. Once these lagging skills are identified and strategies are put into place to learn and practice them, kids naturally become more motivated because they can now do what's expected of them. Mindset also plays a huge role in kids' behavior. As a guidance counselor, I've worked with kids who appear to be lazy, but their self-talk sounds like, I can't do it perfectly, so why bother at all? There's no point in trying if I might fail. I can't measure up to my siblings or my friends. It's too hard. I can't ask for help or I risk looking stupid. I can't live up to my parents' expectations of me. There are some parents who believe that you have to set high standards so kids will rise to meet them. And for some kids, that does work. But you need to set expectations based on who your kids are, not who you want them to be. If your kids aren't meeting your expectations at least 80% of the time, consider adjusting them so that they can feel more successful. Feelings drive actions. So the feeling of competence will motivate them to try harder. Whereas if they're always feeling like a failure and a disappointment, they'll want to quit before they've even started. When goals or expectations are just out of reach, but not unattainable, kids are more likely to believe in themselves and their abilities. Starting now, you can help your kids feel better about themselves and increase their motivation. They may need an evaluation of some kind to determine whether there's an underlying condition at play and what skills they require that they don't yet have. They may need help developing a growth mindset that says, it's never too late to learn. Mistakes are proof that I'm trying. I can do hard things. And with determination and perseverance, I can achieve anything. They'll definitely need you to encourage and believe in them, recognize their strengths and abilities, and support their interests and talents. But before you can help your kids with their mindset, you want to make sure you're in the right mindset. I want to recommend that you try on one of my favorite thoughts, my child is having a problem, not being a problem. You want to feel compassion for your kids, confident in their ability to learn new skills, and proud of who they are right now. What else would you need to think or believe in order to feel those feelings? I hope this episode has provided you with a few ideas. And if you're one of the people who believed at the beginning of this episode that their kid is lazy, I hope that your mind is just a little bit more open to the idea that maybe something else is going on. If you still feel stuck or frustrated and you want support for your specific situation, coaching will help you feel so much better. Now, don't procrastinate or be lazy. <laughs> New clients who sign up with me in October will get a bonus birthday box from me in the mail with some of my favorite things. Plus, you'll start showing up as the calm and connected mom you want to be. Schedule your free consultation with me at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini right now to get started. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. 
And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.